Hello, 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 and welcome to CDL This Week, episode four, uh, with me, your host, Cam Allen. And me, Horizontal. Thank you for tuning in, guys. We've got a lot to talk about as we run up to the London Home Series this next weekend. Yeah, very excited for that. Um, and a quick thanks to everyone who uh, listened to episode three last week, starting to uh, get a little bit of progression on all the socials and uh, on the on the Spotify and on iTunes and everything. Uh, so big up to everyone for listening and uh, hopefully you all enjoy this episode as well. Uh, might as well get straight into it. Um, so we'll kick off with everything that's kind of happened this week since the last podcast. Yeah. Um, well, this time um, last week, if you want to start I mean, us off. Yeah, well, obviously one of the things that came out since last episode was the the stats for the, the opening weekend, viewership and stuff. Because obviously the, the partnership with YouTube was a bit of a, left field I guess everyone kind of hoped it was just going to be on Twitch again and then obviously as soon as it's not everyone kind of worries throws their arms up and everyone's like oh I want it back on Twitch I want it on Twitch but I I think think, YouTube seems to have done pretty well yeah I mean it's peaked it peaked at 100 just over 100k viewers I think most of the games averaged at least 50k yeah the average Um, viewers overall for the whole weekend was literally a tad under 50k so it's pretty yeah. good going for the first. I know it's the first event, and everyone's like, "Oh God, oh, a new event!" And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see it drop off a little bit. Um, but for the first event to mm-hmm. have it averaging around fifty k, even for the uh, for the bad games, well, we say bad. Yeah. Sorry, the less popular teams. Um, let's not yeah. say bad games. Um, I mean, it's still averaged around fifty k. I'd be surprised if it didn't actually pick up a little bit because we're going into like a tournament style now, so there's kind of a bit more of a. Like as the the weekend progresses, there's a bit more on the line, I suppose. Yeah. People might be a bit more interested in the final, at least. Anyway, there's, yeah, there's just a bit just, more like, build up. I guess it just depends who's playing, really. Like if yeah, it's true. if it's obviously Chicago, Dallas, kind of Atlanta. Obviously, well, sorry, not Atlanta this weekend, but any other weekend, then I feel like obviously the viewers will pick up. With the obviously at Minnesota, the the most viewed game was the uh, the Optic versus Chicago. Um, averaging that, what that hit just under one hundred three thousand. So you kind of get the gist yeah. that, that Chicago are still the most popular team. Um, unsurprisingly, yeah, some, something tells me that the the green wall is now following Chicago. Yeah, maybe just a little bit, um, but yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a good weekend. Um, last yeah, two weekends ago, week. yeah. Especially for stats wise, and obviously they they just take the videos, the the game straight off of the live stream and stick them straight on YouTube. So they're up within within minutes yeah. of the game finishing so it's yeah. good good for people just viewing um, just trying to view those certain games staying on the, the viewing side of things they've is it uh blizzard's talked about uh trying to come up with games to oh, games ways to reward fans who watch the stream yes um, and it's something that. that they're looking into i personally i think that's a great idea because obviously it helps build up viewership and i'd really love to see if they did something like in csgo so at csgo events you can for watching you can earn stickers for on your weapons that are related to that event so i think that'd be a really cool way they could do it like if you watch the london event you get a london specific that you can do you mean like in game yeah like. so like yeah, in game stuff be interesting to see if they do kind of out of game stuff um i'm not sure what, yeah what they could do um but they uh, could I mean, give give away things for consistent viewers. I mean, we'd definitely be good with the running of winning something then, wouldn't we? I mean, to yeah. spend all the time watching the games. Um, oh yeah, I think I think we're we're fine on earning any in-game 
stuff. We as, should we <laughs> should be earning all of it to be honest at this yeah, point. We After, I, I don't I think I watched the, the all the live streams from start to finish last two weekends ago. So be a bit different for us this weekend, but we'll uh, we'll talk more on that later. Um, also, keep, I guess yeah, go on. Keeping things on like fixtures and uh, stuff to do with obviously the format and all that. There was a big uproar on. Well, mainly by Aches and by a lot of some of the other pros, I think, as well. The fact that FaZe and Huntsman never actually were in a group together. They never played in a round one, like in a group stage. Yes, I, I, and I don't blame them. And especially, I'd, I'd be annoyed as the fans as well. Those yeah. are the two strongest teams in the game, um, judging from Minnesota. So you'd be you'd be wanting to see them go up against each other. And if you're not likely to see that at events, no... Those, I think that game will bring in more viewers than um, I do. any other game. And I think I, f- I can understand why some of the pros were mad. I think some of the things that were, they were saying, like they were all saying, a certain what people, I can't remember. I mean, Aches obviously is one that comes to mind who was complaining a lot. But um, people were saying how it's a bit suspicious that the two top teams aren't playing each other as a way to like push viewership so they have a better chance of getting to the finals each weekend but, i mean it all this kicked off and there was people showing like a table that showed how many times each team plays each other but it came out i think it was within a day or so um the cdl came out and with a statement and they'd corrected it and it was literally just a website mistake yeah, just a website error and Which... um, i hope made felt like a little bit of a fool to be honest because uh yeah a bit of an embarrassment it's... on his part I... I think people jumped the gun a bit and obviously, like every, I get the sense that people are just tr- some certain people are trying to find like things wrong with the franchise, and are like being a bit too like presuming the worst at times. But I obviously it wasn't great that they made that error and it like they missed that. But they've said that it was a mistake and they're going to make more effort to double check stuff on their website and all that and make sure that it isn't going to happen again. People will try and find flaws in anything though. So yeah. there, there, obviously there was some flaws to do with the, the overlay stuff last week or whatever, two weeks ago. Um, yep. And, and you, you can get flaws in a lot of stuff and there are flaws in the franchising league, but obviously this wasn't one of them and everyone was in an uproar about it on Twitter. And it, obviously, as you said, yeah. it just yeah. came out being that it was a mistake and hope everyone felt a little bit silly to be honest. Cause like, like yeah. I said, people will just try and find a flaw in anything even when it's not a legit flaw. So it's, you know. Yeah, I think everyone's kind of, some people have a bit too much of a negative uh, mindset going into mm. this, like the whole league stuff. 100%. And I mean, as you just mentioned then about the stats and podcast and stuff last week, Maven was on the, the Hard Points podcast, which TP runs. The, it's the it's the uh, Break Time Boys, so it's all four of them. Break Time Boys, are right, it is. All sorry, four yeah. of them, yeah. Uh, and... Maven talked a little bit about uh, the Codcaster and all the issues on that like day one, and I feel like he covered, he he really opened up about what went wrong and what was going on behind the scenes, which mm. personally filled me with a lot more confidence because it sounds like they're actually heading in the right direction with things. I hope, he mentioned I hope that, yeah, he, he mentioned that there was actually a patch to the colours, the team colours. Um, but he, he doesn't know why, but it just didn't get pushed through in time for Minnesota. So, I mean, hopefully we see that in London. I wonder if it's if it wasn't fully ready and then it might have been ready during the event and they didn't want to mess it up 
by pushing Possibly. something through that wasn't ready and you know it might have glitched it so yeah i mean if it was only ready a day before like during the setup like the d couple of days before then yeah they're probably not going to want to push through no stuff like that but they did clear up the fact which is something that i thought was correct like the whole player skins and the colors on the leaderboard and stuff is all just for us the viewers it's like a skin for the codcaster so the players actually don't see any of that because i know there was some people i saw on twitter were like oh it's a bit unfair when like one of the teams got bright yellow skins or something oh yeah it's only a cosmetic for the sorry i get what you mean now yeah it's yeah, only yeah. cosmetic for the fans to see yeah yeah, see. Yeah. Viewer. yeah imagine being new york running around in that bright yellow exactly. trying, trying to play slow on search and destroy it's like oh there's a guy wearing bright yellow well, easily pick him off yeah and he like may even mention a few other things how because obviously a lot of the people in the behind the scenes i think are coming from like a sport a, a traditional sports um aspect and obviously in that there's a lot more shots of like third person and above the whole pitch and showing mm. like it's obviously it's a different format and they thought that's how it should be done and maybe warned them not to and we all saw how it happened in map one and the uproar that it caused well they switched up pretty quick didn't they, yeah, so, and, they and it all looked so much but like not not necessarily the overlay as we've said but the the actual viewer experience of the gameplay i i thought i was having an aneurysm watching that first map that hard point <laughs> on a on a cave that was awful. It just kept flicking between free uh, cam and I third mean, person. We all felt that. Maybe even said them on the casting desk had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Like and... to them, they were just they were actually that first map they casted off just the mini map, which yeah, is a ridiculous yeah. thing for the casters team to have to do. So, but they like uh, TP mentioned how the guys behind the scenes heard the community freak out, and they don't want the community to freak out like that again. Mm. They do want it to work, so I'm I'm positive going into London. I think we'll probably I expect to see like especially with Codcaster and just production value. There's probably going to be some positive changes. Well, I'm, I yeah, hope like, to see some stats yeah. up on the uh, up on the top and yeah to make it easier for us a lot and not 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 just me obviously, but the the other guys that that go about their business with the statistics stuff. Um, that yeah. was obviously as we've mentioned I think two or three times now that it was a uh, it was a big big error and. Um, Annoying for us, really, to, to not have that ability to... Not even just for us, even if any fans. All, all the 103,000 people that watch that Optic Huntsman game. I mean, yeah. everyone wants yeah, to know who's doing well. And when you're only showing it at short periods of time, it's hard for hard for the fans to really try and get behind the yeah. players who's doing well and, and even try and take the piss out of the players that aren't doing so well. Um, But let's keep yeah, it... Yeah, it, um, it was a hell of a game to, to test stuff on. But yeah, like... Obviously, moving off things that were wrong. They've, there's a, a patch has come out since last week, yes. since opening weekend. MP5 and M4 have been uh, nerfed ever so slightly. Yeah, so I, haven't, I mean, I haven't read the the patch notes uh, as of, um, as of yet, so I'm not sure kind of how it um, works. But I know I people. Think, were, go on, sorry. Oh yeah, MP5 has had their headshot multiplier remo uh, reduced slightly, and. Mm -hmm. I think a bit of their the range to the ten mil. Okay, that's um, good. And then M4 has had a slight damage reduction on the headshot effectiveness. Okay. Well, I mean, I it was kind of expected, really. They were the two strongest weapons. But we'll see weekend. what kind of if any other guns become viable, like the the M13 people were were talking about. Um, maybe even the MP7. I know it's not as as uh, speedy as the MP5, so 
people might not want to be be using that, especially if people are still using the MP5. I presume yeah. they'll still be the two guns in the meta, but um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what, what people start using in Minnesota. I haven't seen any scrims this week, so I'm I'm a bit, yeah, bit no, behind if teams I, have been trying out different guns, but um, not sure how it how it's affected scrims. But I mean, it, it was kind of expected of two main weapons. There's going to be some slight tweaks, I think. So we'll just have to see how it plays out yeah. in London and how how badly it actually affects anything. And talking about things being kind of nerfed or switched up, uh, obviously we've been hearing that Metals may have been put on the bench for Toronto. Yeah, so he was scrimming with their B team instead of uh, Bance. And Bance, I think, was scrimming a bit with their yeah. uh, main team. But obviously, I guess, I guess with their teams, like it's hard to tell if that means anything or not. Um because Metals, Metals didn't do too bad, I don't think. He was positive in all three game modes. So I'm, I'm, I wonder if it was a, a communication issue. Um, obviously, with him Maybe. being Spanish, there might have been some some flaws in the in the communication between all the players. But I think Bance is a, is a world class player. He's been a world class player since kind mm. of the Black Ops Three, um, when when him on, him and Splash really started to come into into the limelight. Um, but I like Metals as well. I think Metals is a really good player. Um, but yeah. That, like we said last week, yeah, we this did. is going to be the first yeah. team we're going to see a switch up on, and, yeah. and it's looking we did, like we, did we already fit, have we did seen predict this, didn't we? Yeah, I'm um, not surprised. Think... It, with all those five substitutes, it was always going to happen, really. We yeah, weren't sure if they even knew their, their starting roster, and to be honest, it looks like they weren't, they were definitely weren't sure. Um, so, but talking yeah. about rosters, so, I mean, unless yeah, you've got we'll, something to finish I'm, up on that. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, the first match is against London Royal Ravens this next weekend, so we'll, we'll see pretty early on what their, their roster is and if it has actually changed up or not. Yes. But yeah. it'll, it'll be interesting. I talking, think talking about London there. It, so. Might as well yeah. uh, to shift uh, it over the... To, the, uh, to the event that's going to be kicking off this weekend, uh, this Saturday, uh, over at the Copper Box in, in, in London. Um, obviously, yeah, it switched up from cool. last week. Last week was obviously just sorry. Two, was it last week? Two weeks ago? Whenever it was, um, at Minnesota, we had it as a every team plays two games um, and gets ten points per win. Whereas now, we're into the tournament style, into the Swiss format in the in the groups. Um, so how many games is it we get? We get eight. I think it's thir- is it thirteen um, games? I think it is over the weekend. Twelve, twelve or thirteen games. I think. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I think I think it's going to be a good weekend. Not not just for the fact that we're there, but the the tournament style is going to bring a completely different feel compared to last week, um, which I'm really yeah. excited yeah, for. Yeah, it will. It will do. And it, it is. Yeah, 13 games they play. Okay. Well, they've played across the whole weekend. But yeah, I think it's going to bring in a, a the dynamic that we everyone loves, like the actual tournament style. I think people do enjoy that a lot more. There's a bit means there's more on the line you can get knocked out um obviously as well we said they all played two games last week so the points kind of didn't really like it gave us a rough like setting on the leaderboard but i think after this first tournament we'll kind of see things shook up a little bit and start to see who's the stronger team and who's starting to take a bit of a lead on I mean, the leaderboard yeah to a to a degree obviously there's four teams not there because yeah, it's yeah obviously. seattle optic Atlanta and 
Uh, who's the last team that's not there? He's, I'm uh, not sure. I can't remember who the last one is. But uh, yeah, anyway, so obviously you get you get a good feel for for who's the better teams and who's not. But um, I think that Chicago will probably take it. But I would not sleep on Paris again. I really think Paris have a very good chance of winning mm. this. They are a very good team. Going back and watching some of their gameplay, they uh, they look very very strong. Those those three Aussies obviously have a very good dynamic working together. So I'm not looking forward to Paris mm. because obviously rivals the London team, but. Uh, yeah. I, I do think Paris are going to be quite a good team to. They're going to be a hard team to beat in, in these easy ways. They are. Um, I mean, we can even like if we, we could just get straight into like predictions. Obviously, Huntsman definitely is obviously going to be up there for for probably being in the final. I think, and I I would agree. I think it's either going to be Legion or if Ravens have got. Like the, the the Ravens we saw in that opening game, like if they can play like that against Paris, then mm. we we might be in for a shot it, there. It, it goes into a double elimination bracket, doesn't it? So yeah, so the, you've got the two teams, two so you, group stages. Yeah, each team plays um, twice. Each. Is yeah, it... so the, we've got <laughs> two matches in each group. The winners play each, each other, other. The losers play each other. Mm-hmm. And then the loser of the winner's round plays the winner of the loser's round. Yes. And then winners of winners, winner of winners, <laughs> and the winner of the um, Lo- like the the other game. Yeah. <laughs> play yeah. Each other. It gets very good. And then it but goes yeah, into the, a double elimination, the, and and then obviously the team coming from what you call the losers bracket obviously have to win two best of fives in the final to to win. Um, a little bit confusing, if, especially if you don't really follow esports too much. But uh, once you once you watch a few of these, you'll start to get the hang of it. Uh, but we might as well kick it off with um, the Empire versus Surge in Group A. Um, yes. Who do you um, think is going to be taking that? I mean, Empire didn't. They had a tough weekend, but they're, they're, I would definitely say they're the stronger of the two. There, Surge just didn't quite perform well enough, and I think Empire. They performed well. They just had a tough, tough matchup for the the opening weekend. So I'd yeah. probably say Empire is going to take that. that match. I think this is going to be a very, very good and interesting game. Uh, I like Seattle. I think they're a very good team. I think they would have gone away. They've been probably going to have worked, worked on their search and destroy. Um, but then again, if that really plagues them and it goes game five, Empire have a strong search and destroy unit that will. If Seattle mm-hmm. haven't worked on their gameplay, Dallas will. Uh, will absolutely storm through them. So I'm probably going to agree with you and go with Empire, uh, but I would say 3-2. I think I think we didn't we definitely yeah, didn't see I the think... best of Dallas, but we definitely didn't see the best of Seattle either. Depend I think it comes down to if if Seattle's got a strong if they've improved their certain destroy, I think you're right, it could go to 3-2. If it hasn't, you might only see like a 3-1. Um I think if Seattle win the search and destroy, they win the series. If they win either of yeah. them, they win the series because it only, only means they've got to take two. Well, own, I say only, uh, but they've only got to take two of the respawns, two out of the three, plus one of the search and destroys. I think that. But I, I do think Empire. I will go with Empire, but I yeah. do think that will probably be one of the games of the week. I think that'll be a very, very good game. Uh, and then we move on to our Huntsman versus the LA Gorillas. So Chicago versus LA. Yeah. Who have you got? 
I mean, Huntsman, straight off. Yeah. I mean, as we <laughs> said last week, I think Gorillas were just, we both aren't very sure on them. They kind of didn't really convince us. Huntsman, just, they look they look good. They're playing good. Um, so I, I think Huntsman take that, no problem. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, to be honest. Um, they are a far superior team. Gorillas, like we said, we, they look good, but we just weren't convinced with them at Minnesota. But I'm sure they've gone away over the last couple of weeks and they're going to have worked on the gameplay. But um, I did see something on Twitter. I didn't look too deeply into it, but I saw that the Huntsman beat Atlanta 6-1 in a, in a scrim series. Oh. So, to me, that's a big old statement. I know, it's, I know it's only scrims, and it's obviously it's only online, yeah. but, you know, that's a... That's a big statement to make going out and yeah. beating them 6-1 especially in Especially after last weekend. Yeah, especially with how good Atlanta looked. But no, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, I'd say Chicago take that. I would say probably 3-0. Um, maybe 3-1 yeah. if, if, you know, Gorillas come out hot in one of the, maybe the domination or something, you know. But yeah, I, I, domination's kind of the only one that could It's be. a flip-flop game mode, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's a bit unpredictable. Yeah, I, I don't see them LA really doing much. Uh, and then obviously now we're moving to Group B. Um, you've got yep. Paris Legion versus the New York Subliners. Who have you got in that one? I mean, Paris would be my go-to there. I think New York really didn't show up last weekend, and Paris really did show up. Like we've talked about Kismet, mm. and Paris really have proven themselves to be one of the top, like top end teams and I think they'll just come in and they unless New York's some like improved a lot which I don't think they will have improved enough to beat Paris but I think Paris will take that uh I, I would agree I don't see the subliners coming out and playing as bad as they did in Minnesota they on paper they are a, an incredibly strong team <laughs> and I could easily see them taking this off of Paris, just on the fact that Paris may come into it thinking these guys are shit, we're gonna we're gonna roll them. Um, but yeah, I would probably go out and say three one to Paris, but I could see a three two going either way. Could see it going game five either way. Um, yeah, I think I think we might see a game five there. Um, I think if Paris are looking good, they'll take it three two. And as you said, like subliners could come out and they've improved a lot and really show us what they're worth and it goes the other way but I, I'm leaning more to Paris yeah I agree but like I said I, I just don't see the subliners playing as bad as they did last week um, and then we've got the home team in, in the Ravens the London Royal Ravens versus yep. the Toronto Ultra um, so and again who have you got in this one I mean Ultra looking good I think if Ravens I'm hoping that the Ravens come out and they play like they did first of the first game last weekend and actually sh like show us their full potential and they'll come out and I think they could smoke ultra um, obviously we've said we don't know what their lineup's going to be like at the moment they might switch things up and if they do that might go against them um, but I think I've got Ravens to win against ultra oh, I agree I could easily see but the thing is I could easily see it being a 3-0 Ravens or a 3-2 Ravens I don't yeah. see Toronto taking it um, but I could see them pushing it to a game five, potentially a game four. Um, yeah, definitely got the Ravens winning it, just not sure um, in what kind of format. I'm not sure in what kind of score that they're going to take that. Yeah. Um, 
who would you say is your player to look out for this weekend, though? Because obviously we've got some big old names, especially in like Dallas, Seattle, Chicago, even the guys coming out of the subliners. You've got some big old names, uh, big old names in COD there. Yeah. Um, who do I think is going to stand out the most? I think if Kismet's playing as well as he was last weekend, he's going to be a big, big player over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think the Huntsman, you kind of expect them to have some top yeah, players. Yeah, you there. expect all five of them to come out all guns blazing, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, Summer Surge, uh, was it Octane last week? Yeah, he didn't have the he didn't have the best weekend. He he played well, but obviously he lacked a little bit. He was a bit inconsistent. Um, yeah, I mean, some of those guys could perform a lot better. So there's a possibility they might come out and actually surprise people and show show us how, what the, they should be doing. Um, could be ones to watch there. I don't know who you've got. As uh, I I've got a couple. Watch. I've got a couple lined up in my head. Uh, first of all, I'd say Dens. He was yeah. Very, very much slept on last week. He, he played incredibly well in both his games. And I would definitely watch out for him. If you've got him in your fantasy, he's on your bench. I would highly recommend sticking him in into that AR slot. Uh, he will he will absolutely fry this weekend. I can almost guarantee that. Uh, and I would also say Shotzi. He had an absolute yeah. stinker last yeah, he week. he did. He did. Yeah. But he is a Halo um, World Champion. He's a world champion esports in first-person shooters. So, you know, just because he's had a bad week, one week, I would probably keep still keep him in your fantasy team because I I can't really see him performing that badly again this weekend. They got a it got a, not not again not the easiest group. <laughs> I mean, might have to be playing the Huntsman again. More than likely going to be playing the Huntsman again. And obviously Seattle's mm-hmm. a tough lineup, but I just don't see him having another weekend he'll have gone away and he'll have really reviewed his performance and, and kind of put in his head that he needs to pick it up and get better um, and I would, yeah, and I would also say all of the subliners <laughs> like yeah. I said I don't I don't see him playing that badly again um, I would especially watch out for Attach I think Attach is going to be back to his good old self he won't be dropping any more donuts in search and destroy so uh, no, I would definitely well, I look out not. for him as well those would be my three picks for this week would be them them three mm. um and then who did you say you had winning the whole thing i think we're on um, the same boat on this one i in my head i'm saying huntsman obviously i would love it to be ravens yes um i think i think the two teams you'll see coming out of group a is going to be empire and huntsman i agree the, yeah uh, i agree and then i'm i'm my hope is that it's also for Group B. It's uh, Paris and London, Legion and Ravens. That's what that's what I think it will be as well. I um, I actually think Ravens will beat the Paris this week. I think they'll they'll be out for if they both win their first game. I think. I mean, if the if the final is Huntsman London, I like that. That would be amazing. Obviously, home team in the finals. Um, it's, but I think Huntsman are just going to perform the best off what we've already seen uh, but obviously who knows anything could happen yeah I, I mean I'd personally I'd love to see a, a Ravens versus Paris Legion final um, oh, 
that would be unreal uh, just for the fans to be you know hurling all the abuse over at Paris um, but yeah I mean for for viewership and for good for the best level of Call of Duty I'd love to see the Ravens versus Huntsman for for the mixture of the fans and the level of Call of Duty um, yeah yeah uh, I mean I was for the home crowd as well we I mean, saw we saw how much the the Minnesota crowd got behind Rocker mm. when they they were playing their last game. So you can just imagine what the London crowd's going to be like if Ravens make it to the final. Well, I mean, any Ravens game really, everyone's going to be oh, yeah. going going mental for it. So I mean, we'll probably be, everyone will be enjoying every game. I think. I mean, compared to last year, I mean, everyone. I'm sorry, not even compared to last year. Likewise to last year, it was all everyone was just shouting and screaming at every game chanting and everything so I'm, I'm expecting yeah. much of the same this year um but i'm not gonna lie it seems like we've got through everything quite quickly <laughs> quite quickly this week um we have not there wasn't a whole uh, lot mean, to talk about to me it's been a bit of a quiet week i yeah it has i think a lot of the teams have just gone gone a bit quiet working on their scrims um obviously a lot of them will be Working quietly away, trying to, especially the teams that didn't quite perform as well as they probably wanted to. And, and there's quite a few going, going to this, going yeah. on this weekend. I mean, even the Ravens themselves having a, a good first game and a poor second game. We've got subliners, Gorillas, Surge, and Dallas. I mean, all of them have got to be working on kind of yeah, what, they're, they're what all they did last week. Into it, hoping to actually prove how good they are. Yes, I agree. Um, um, and obviously, for anyone um, wondering, uh, stats this weekend uh, for the London week will be very much so reduced, as both myself and Horizontal will be in attendance of the event. Um, we will. So, if you're expecting uh, the high level of stuff that we've we put out last week, you can still expect it, um, just not as much stuff as in detail. Uh, so there won't be map scores. There won't be map. Uh, there, no, sorry, there won't be map scores. There won't be map stats. Uh, we'll be doing overall stats the morning after. Um, yeah, we'll cool. be we'll be waking up and uh, and smashing that out for a couple of couple hours before the before the Sunday starts, and then the same on the Monday. Um, so expect some of that. Um, yeah, the, the stats will be there. The they'll be just as good, like visually, just slightly condensed and reduced. Yeah, I guess. reduced and and not not at the time of the games, but it will still be out there. the The big stat sheet will obviously be updated on the Monday after the event, as I, I probably won't have time to try and fill all that in uh, early morning on us on the Sunday. So it will all be done on the Monday, and um, and we'll be putting out our predictions this week over on on the Twitter. Um, so expect to expect to see that. Um, but I mean, if you haven't got much else to say, I mean, we'd probably going to wrap up a fairly I mean, short episode here it's been about half a, an hour there's long there's a little bit I guess uh, on challenges obviously we had the first challenges weekend and there was a lot of teams in Minnesota and obviously lots of teams performed differently but I've heard that Parasite and his team have all split up yes and they're all going separate ways I think it's the same for a lot of other amateur teams Obviously, with amateur, there's a lot of more moving around. Yeah, a lot of chopping not the and same, changing. Same contracts as there. Um, I think Parasite's team, uh, most of them have announced either they're a free agent or they've they found a team. I think. Yeah, um, so I think it's only Spacely that hasn't. No, they hadn't heard anything from. Um, but yeah. I also heard that Stamino got dropped. I'm not sure who he was on. I think he was. Was he on the hybrid black team? 
I'm not I'm not 100% sure but I heard that he got dropped and it's potentially Ferro that's replacing him on their team so uh, that's um, another little little bit of information to look out for but obviously it's only a 32 team uh, challenges event this yeah, this, this week one. so it's a very small compared to the Minnesota one um, again I would probably well, say going into it that Singularity will obviously be the favourites um, especially with them sticking yeah. with their team and obviously winning the Minnesota event and it being on home soil for them um, so I think I, I mean as well as like with challenges and stuff we've talked about changes to to the main league but it'd be nice to see if they do make more of an effort to show some challenges. As there's obviously there's it's a smaller pool, so there's gonna be less games. It might be a bit easier for them to, to fit those in around uh some of the London games. I mean, it'd be it'd be nice I think for the street like for the challenges themselves and the teams to get some of that airtime. They need uh, to have a stream for the challenges in my opinion. They do. I mean we talked about it last week, yeah. I, like how I think they should have a separate stream four challenges if they really want it to to take off but it'd be it'd be interesting hopefully we get some some changes and some additions for challenges to make it i think i think we will do i wonder if it was just because it was such a big tournament that they didn't know what to do whereas possibly whereas this obviously it's a much more condensed system uh so we might get a little stream get the uh yeah call of duty challenges youtube channel and hopefully see some stuff on there um, I yeah. probably won't be watching too much of the challenges while I'm there. I'd definitely be sat yeah, in my we'll seat on the, the uh, on the main stage. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. Only got a few more days left until that kicks off. Um, we have lots to prep. Yeah, lots to <laughs> lots to prep. Um, but yeah, like I said, if you if have you got anything else to add to this uh, um, fairly shortish episode? Yeah, bit of a short one, but I think we've I think we've covered everything that's come out this week and yeah. the, the run up to London. Obviously, next week we'll have the whole London event to talk about. Yeah, lots of games um, to cover, lots of stats to cover. So we'll probably, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely make up for the shortness of this episode with probably, I'd say, another hour and a half long episode next week, like last week was. Um, so yeah. Likely, yeah, so yeah, but th- thanks for t- tuning in, guys. Um, obviously, we'll uh, be on social media. So if you want to share your thoughts with us um, leading up to London or throughout the London event, obviously you can share that with us over on CDL this week on Twitter yeah. or with myself um, Cam Allen on Twitter or HZL underscore G on Twitter um, and then we'll be back next week obviously at 8pm on Monday the 10th of yeah. February if you want to catch episode 5 obviously like we said we'll be reviewing uh, the London event and everything that happened that weekend and just one little thing I'm sure we'll have this week there will be some predictions out on Twitter uh, for you guys to vote on um, yes. So the, at least the the four opening matches uh, on the Saturday. So and I'll be I'll definitely then. be putting some out for every game that gets announced further on in the week as we progress through the bracket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap um, it up there. If uh, yeah, if, if you if, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button uh, and leave a like or a comment. Much appreciated. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit a follow. Uh, feel free to even leave a review if you want. Um, but as, if you guys share this and get it around, it means a lot. Uh, and just hope you, you guys are enjoying this. Yeah, like you said, if you definitely want to share and share the podcast out, we'd definitely appreciate more people obviously tuning in, not necessarily live, but just uh, listening to our podcast as we hope to get better over the coming weeks. 
but yeah thanks for thanks for tuning in guys and we will obviously catch some of you at london if you if you want to come and say hi then do not that we're famous but if you want to come and say hi uh, hang out with us at the weekend we'll be there front row i would have thought or close to the front row as possible just uh, look for the bearded guy with (laughs) i'm sure you'll find us all exactly right well thanks for tuning in guys and yeah we'll catch some of you at london and if not we will catch you at 8 p.m next monday cheers guys cheers